0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Byrne, alongside me, as always, is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm
1: good. I'm good. All
0: right. Well, I'm good as well, even though you didn't ask how I was doing. I, do I normally to ask? You usually ask. Well, do oh. you ask? I'm not sure. Maybe you I don't. Know. Maybe you don't even care. Maybe I already know how you're doing. Yeah, I know. you We have a connection. <laughs> exactly. Again, we 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 literally just finished doing <laughs> another one. And another plus, one I sure wake was... up
1: next to you every morning. Yeah, I know so you how know doing.
0: how I'm doing. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys are doing fine. Uh, we have another episode in store for you today on this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. We are talking about brunch at Harp and Crown. This is Harp and Crown. Um, The Michael and spot Or one of the Michael Schultzen spots um, In Center City We had a chance to have brunch there um, A couple of weeks back So we will discuss that In the main segment of the show But we have plenty of other stuff to get to On this podcast as we always do But before we start anything As always we want to thank you guys As always for listening to us and supporting us here On the John Appetit Podcast Wherever you get your podcasts Whether it's Apple Podcasts Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Spotify, Spreaker, uh, YouTube Music. I think I m- didn't mention that. Please subscribe to the John Appetit podcast. Tell a friend. To tell a friend, if you can tell five people about our show, whether you share it on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, we would truly appreciate your support. But speaking of sharing it, please, you can follow us on any social media platforms and share any of our posts. Again, we are very accessible: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at John Appetit on each and every platform. Hashtag John Appetit. If you want to tag us in your foodie photos, whether you go out to eat or whether you're a home chef and you kind of want to cook it up at your home, um, again, please share your foodie photos with us at John Appetit. Again, hashtag John Appetit on Instagram, but tag us wherever, joanappetit at gmail.com if you want to send us stuff through email as well. Again, we are a very, very accessible podcast. Um, as always, as we are wont to do on the show, we want to shout out a few other people. Shout out to Tay Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. He's got his Christmas special coming up um next week i should say um we three, we three kings um on cw november 29th that's how it. did you hear about that like oh, cw still a thing cw still a thing you watch the flash oh
1: yeah that is cw huh <laughs> no i watch it on netflix and, and i wait I, for the season to fi- cuz i can't wait
0: weekly for episodes yeah but it's on CW. CW's still a
1: thing. I didn't I mean, realize that
0: was those, a CW. Those, the CW. The DC shows. Yeah, I you watch them all. Yeah, I know. The DC shows you watch, they're Legends,
1: Supergirl. Like, that's all yeah, me. Yeah. That's all. That's
0: yeah. So, Tay Diggs is on <laughs> I didn't CW. Which, that is, was which, was a <laughs> which is still a thing. Which is still a thing. My bad. Um, Hulu, which is also still a thing. Oh, you know I know uh, yeah, Hulu. Yeah. Padma Lakshmi has a Taste of the Nation holiday special. Um, as we prepare for Taste of the Nation season two on Hulu, not sure if any of these Taste of the Nation episodes, the holiday special episodes, are coming to Philadelphia. But whom's to say? Because I know another show that she's on doesn't come to Philadelphia. But whom's to say?
1: Why don't you write a letter?
0: I could write a letter.
1: Yeah, you're like a writer. I could write a letter. (laughs) You're literally a writer.
0: You could write a letter. I could write a letter. Um, There's better writers than me. So uh, those out there who are better writers than me, a lot better writers than me, please um, do us a solid and write um, Food Network. Is it Food Network? What channel? Bravo. Write Bravo Bravo and let them know that we need, let Tom Colicchio know that we need Top Chef, well, Colicchio is busy. Maybe they're maybe they're waiting for season twenty because season twenty is like I don't know one of those big anniversaries. So you're assuming? You no, know I'm saying you know like silver anniversaries, like twenty five, and goldens 50 and all other stuff. Twenty's big. 20 is like one of those. You know how like they have the list of anniversaries like cotton paper. Twenty's big. Maybe it's like diamond or something. You actually look at that list. No, but I, I know. Please don't I know, use that list as you're thinking of getting me gifts. I know that I know the list exists is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what it is. I know 20 big. So maybe 20, maybe 20 is like, I don't know what the Liberty Bill's made out of. Probably copper. Maybe 20 is like the <laughs> copper anniversary. You're from Philly so, and you don't know what the Liberty Bell is I have no, no idea. Out of. What the, it's copper. It's probably copper.
1: You're just stating stuff that you don't know facts on. I said We're, probably.
0: I didn't say definitely. If I said definitely, then people could kind of come at me. But if I said probably, that leaves wiggle room. So I don't know. He doesn't know. I have no idea. Look
1: it up for yourself.
0: Copper uh, all Black Everything time. Now it's time to talk about a book called Black Food by Bryant Terry. I know it's coming up on Christmas time and holiday time. And, you know, you may be looking for gifts for others or treat yourself gifts. Um, this is a really awesome book. I just kind of found this when I was doing research for this show. This is a new book that, in, that provides insight to the genesis of the foods all across the African diaspora. So Joloff rice, which my people make. Um, I cassava. make it. I'm part of your people. That's what I said. My people make jollof rice, cassava from, you know, more, I guess, quote unquote, quote unquote, traditional um, soul food dishes like collard greens or a sweet potato pie and things like that. Um, it's more of like a, you know, like a cultural text in a cookbook. I mean, there's recipes and things like that, but it's more of like a cultural text that has um, essays from Toni Morrison and Michael Twitty, who wrote The Cooking Gene, um, and all sorts of just great texts and kind of the insight of to kind of like the dishes that, that, you know, a lot of us eat.
1: I should get that for not, Aubrey.
0: And may not, you know, may not, you know, quote unquote, you know, think about as far as, you know, you know, where this came from about, you know, like the slaves actually like, you know, smuggling the seeds like you know, you know, to bring over to, to bring rice, to to bring rice and to bring yeah. other things to the Americas and things like that. So again, it's called Black. Look up the history of rice, people. Yeah. Black Food by Bryant Terry. The Rice mm-hmm. in this country. In right? this country. In this yeah. Country. Rice yeah. in this country. Uh, Black Food by Bryant Terry. Again, a very, very interesting book. It also includes recipes and pictures and things like that as well. Awesome, awesome book. Um, definitely recommend that. Um, so check that out again, if, either for yourself or you know might make a great gift as well. I'm gonna get it for Aubrey. this holiday season. The New York Times has named fifty their fifty favorite restaurants for I guess 2021. Three of those restaurants are from Philadelphia,
1: and I couldn't look at them because I reached my limit.
0: Ah, you reached your limit. So now you, you have to share with me as you share limit. with the audience. Ah, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. Well, three of the restaurants from Philly. Uh, we've talked about two of them on the show before. One, we've talked about extensively Down North Pizza, uh, the Detroit-style pizza shop, which is founded by a former guest of the show, Kurt Evans, mm-hmm. uh, that provides That's cool. um, opportunities to formerly incarcerated individuals. Again, it's a great, you know, it's a, first of all, it's just a great theme or great idea or great concept for the restaurant itself, um, and the fact that it gets people kind of back into Society. But again, the pizzas themselves are fantastic as well. Um, so, Down North Pizza made the list. Uh, Laser Wolf, Michael Salamano's mm-hmm. Israeli skewer house restaurant in Kensington, um, that made the list. And a spot called Korshak Bagels. Uh, it's a, in South Philly. It's a New York style bagel shop in South Philly. So, it has a New York style kind of chewy bagels mm-hmm. kind of things. Korshak Bagels in South Philly made the list. So, 50 favorite restaurants um, from New York Times. Three from Philadelphia. So shout out to Philly for once again making a splash on these um year end favorite lists. Again, this is the New York Times fifty favorite list. Um a restaurant excuse me, a restaurant that's probably gonna be on some other favorite lists coming up soon. Nicholas Elmy's new spot, uh Lark, uh debuts in on the main line. Uh, Nicholas Elmy he won top chef. I always get this wrong. He won top he chef did win correct? top chef, yes. He won top chef several years ago. Um is now he's opened a couple of different restaurants. Mm-hmm. This is his latest one. It's a coastal Mediterranean restaurant and it opened um, last month on the main line at 611 Riders Ferry Road in Ballikinwood. Um I'm not really sure entirely what coastal restaurant coastal Mediterranean restaurant but I think there's a like lot seafood of seafood. On, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of seafood on the menu. <clears throat> seafood and pasta. Did you look at the menu by any chance? I
1: did, but unfortunately when I tried to get back in for this episode, I had also reached my limit on that one. No, go
0: to well go to no, go to the Lark's, Lark's website. Go to the Lark website. Oh. Yeah, just go to the Lark website and, and uh, check out their menu. Yeah, their website is up. lark uh, I want to say it's larkpa.com, and I'm not entirely sure. But just look up Nicholas Elmy's Lark, and you guys can find the menu there. Um, I think this is a menu. Again, this is a menu. That, like, Nicholas Elmy, he has the top. She's like, you know, does a top chef, elevated type fine of stuff. Fine dining. Yeah, the top chef, elevated, fine dining stuff. But I think this menu is kind of approachable yeah, for a decent amount from of people. Yeah, I remember. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's kind of a, like There's some stuff that might be a little bit weird. Well, not I won't say weird, but a little bit non-traditional, I'll say. Um, but I think there's some stuff that people could gravitate to. Like there's um, the starters. The sea urchin deviled eggs. You've
1: right. had sea urchin pasta.
0: I've had sea urchin before. So
1: sea urchin deviled egg That's is not, not, not a far. stretch for you. right? That I far. would try it. Uh,
0: grilled octopus with little little neck clams well, of chorizo. I, like I mean that's not far. No, grilled octopus I eat all the time. Yeah. The pasta dishes include squid ink, your, your favorite pasta, chichara, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with lobster and calamari. Again, that's that's not terribly different than what a lot of people no, eat. No, I'd eat the mess out of that. <laughs> um, roasted mushroom ravioli with foie gras. That looks really good on the picture that I saw of that. Um, there's some good looking stuff on this menu. I guess some really good looking many uh menu. Um, yeah. glazed duck breast, drip steak. Rosa Dorati with Calibri and chili. And
1: I think there's something for everybody. So, for example, if you're adventurous, but maybe your partner is not, and they're like a meat and potatoes type person, there is a strip steak with crispy potatoes and onions that they would be fine with eating. So it's like you would get to experience some of the more quote-unquote adventurous food, if that's how you want to look at it. To me, it just looks good. Yeah. But... Um, you would have an opportunity to do that while maybe your meat and potatoes partner could just you know get right. a strip steak, which would probably be one of the most fantastic strip steaks
0: they ever had. Right. Yeah. So it's a yeah. Again, it's a it's a it's a fine dining, a little elevated menu, but I think there's something that Chanel said. There's something that that's approachable. You know, each spot for everybody. And so. the prices are really really good. <laughs> I was saying, the prices aren't that bad. Like no, the, the these prices, prices are, are bad really bad. good
1: for what you're getting. So it, the prices not yeah. that
0: bad. And again, it's Nicholas zombie's new spot. Again, he's a fantastic chef. Um, he's got Laurel. Um. He's got um. What was the oh, I forget, uh? Forget
1: where you got the egg thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's
1: um. Uh, um. Second and what was that second and chestnut? Uh. No. No. Yeah. It was. Um. Uh, I got it now? <laughs> Second <laughs> and Market.
0: Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank? The brun- Well, that was gonna say the brunch spot, but they. I think they do more. No, than they brunch. do more than brunch. Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank for that? Um. Yeah. Nicholas Alme has a. Has we a,
1: talked about it before on the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because we. Cause we went. Because we went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Nicholas Alme. You know. Again, he's. Yeah, he's, he's a great chef. There's um, a lot of great stuff here. First um, time
1: I ate escargot was yeah, Nicholas only.
0: Yeah, so again, Lark is now open. Again, 611 Writers Ferry Road in Ballot, Kenwood. If anybody goes, please let us know. We are very interested. It's a good yes, looking menu. That's a good really good menu. We might need to check this out ourselves. Um, speaking of well-known chefs, Jose Garces brings Hook and Master to Kensington. This is his first new restaurant concept in, uh, I believe, in the city um in the last seven years and jose garces um has a pizza and a small plate seafood restaurant that he's opened at 1361 north 2nd street in Kensington because everything's in Kensington yeah. and fish town
1: like they get all the good restaurants and food what's that about yeah we we can't even get like a, a cheesecake factory
0: <laughs> yeah we barely got an aldi but it is what it is. But
1: it is what it is
0: um so the pizza side on the pizza side, you have Brooklyn and Chicago and tavern style, cracker thin pizzas. So apparently this is is the, that what that
1: is? Yeah. Okay. okay. So they said
0: tavern style pizzas. Um, I think they like uh, they said the Chicago style pizza is supposed to be something like the Pequod's pizza that we've seen, um, like the like the the pan style Chicago. The meat pies. Yeah, okay. but you know, but the Pequod one, you know, like the guy with the big beard. No. You know, remember in Chicago, we like- I know Lou Malnati's because that's the one I eat. All right. Well, we've we've seen things. <laughs> we watch a lot of TV shows <laughs> yeah, about Chicago but, uh, pizza and things like that.
1: Yeah. I, I admit, I have seen stuff, but I only care about Lou Malnati's.
0: But there's Lou Malnati's and Gino's East. And you guys, I mean, if you guys are familiar, you guys. But there's a spot called Pequod's and there's this dude, I don't know if he still works there, but one of the guys works there who's very prominent. He has like the super long beard. I'm trying to have Chanel remember it, but she doesn't remember Mm-mm. But she didn't know what the CW was, so- <laughs> I think I'm done keep on that. going. Keep going. Uh, the Brooklyn style pizzas here. <laughs> um, they include options like pepperoni and hot honey. Uh, they have an Italian beef one, which is interesting. And they have a Spanish chorizo and shrimp pizza. I'm not surprised you honed in on the pizzas because I honed in on the seafood. I'm not. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here for the pizzas. And the Chicago style pizzas, they have build your own. So you get the Chicago style pizza or the cracker style pizza. Just throw whatever toppings you want on there. Bam. There you go. Done. Well, what, since you were the seafood, you know, expert what seafood things kind of jumped out of you three things the grilled octopus uh huh the char grilled oysters yeah and the calabrian butter shrimp i saw the calabrian butter shrimp i'm like wait
1: like, i was like okay so those are all appetizers i wow. need all three of those and <laughs> royal get pizza he can have pizza and i'll eat three of these and we're good
0: yeah like the calabrian butter just the cal- just put those three words together calabrian, calabrian butter, butter shrimp. shrimp i mean you can't go wrong no no you can't go wrong with that no, no. char grilled oysters you can't really go wrong with that no yeah, and there's also the clams and chorizo. I mean, it's, some, again... You know how I feel about sausage and seafood. I'm not, yeah, like the yeah. menu isn't extensive, but it's a, it like a good-looking menu. So, again, Hook and Master, Jose Garces, Kensington, 1361 North 2nd Street. Looks like a very good spot. Again, I might need to try this one out as well. John's Rose Pork has been voted Best Cheese Steak in Philly by you, the people. Hot Sauce Company, Truff, had an online poll to determine the Best Cheese steak in Philly. People just went online and kind of voted, you know, who the best. It wasn't just, you'd have to type in who you wanted, who you liked. It wasn't a list. So people voted, and the winner was John's Roast Pork, which won the award and won a $10,000 prize. Cool. Rounding out the top five, DeLisandro's in Roxborough, <laughs> whoop, whoop, Donkey's Place in Camden, Jay's Joint in Langhorn and Jim's in South Philly. You did a little whoop, whoop there. For Della Della Sanders. Sanders. You know, you know. So I assume you know. that De Los Angeles would that, win your list.
1: I've never had John's roast pork um you know? cheesesteak. I've only had the roast pork. They have my favorite you know, roast pork. Like,
0: I, I swear I brought that I home. don't
1: ever remember eating it. I've had their... I've actually... Um, a, f- a few years ago, we had, like, a taste test competition thing, mm-hmm. and I voted for them for their roast pork being the best thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the roast yeah. pork,
0: yeah, we're not going to um, have But yeah, I've yeah. never had their cheesesteak. I swear, about it. All right, I'm going to figure out a way. i got to figure out a way to get you a John's okay. roast pork. By the end of the year, okay. I will get you a John's okay. roast pork cheesesteak. Okay. Cause it's I'm really never, good. I've never <laughs> like had it's, it. It's really, like, it's, I don't want to say it's better than their roast pork, but it might be. It's it oh. really good. It's really oh. good. Um, yeah, so Della like San- I actually went on this truffle poll while they had it, this mm-hmm. truffle poll, and I voted Della Sanders. because right, right, Del- I mean, it's, really, it's the best. Like, yeah. gonna, like, it is what it is. Um, I know you're not a Gyms fan, not gonna, at all. I'm not even gonna yeah, we don't need fan. to discuss. And I, I know we've talked for years on the show about, about a, you going a, to Donkey's place. I've never done it.
1: I know exactly where it is. I've parked in front of it to I'm, go to uh, Corrine's
0: um, soul food place. Um, but I've never had that, yeah, so we got to rectify that. We got to rectify that. It's just, you know, it's a little hard now. Well, now a lot of places are now you can go
1: open oh, and take out. And a lot like of them so, have online. Have we checked to see if donkeys? Donkeys,
0: I believe, is online.
1: Oh, well, there I you believe go. I
0: believe they have an online thing. Um, so, yeah, so we got to do donkeys.
1: Well, on, on Wednesday, you got to run out. Um,
0: yeah, I got to see what their hour, you know the hours are. The, you know how people, say, yeah. the pre-Thanksgiving hours are kind of weird yeah. some places. So we'll out. see. We'll yeah. see. Um, but, yeah, John's Rose Pork. Let us know what your favorite cheesesteak is. Again, we, we did the cheesesteak taste test. Um, Della Sandro's won. But, again, there's, some, there's tons of great cheesesteaks. I'll say this, like some of the best cheesesteaks are probably in a neighborhood spots that no one's ever really no, of. Exactly. Like, they're, like, they're, like the spot is probably like five minutes away from your house that ain't Pat's or Gino's or Jim's or- the, All the well-known ones that yeah. make it to magazines. Yeah. Or Demis The mom Sandra's and pops are or probably Chubby's, got some of the best. The yeah. best ones. Because they, they usually give you tons of meat and it ain't like $15. Like and they make
1: really it with nice. love because they know you. Exactly, exactly right. <laughs> That's my mom. Everything. Like she can tell when food is
0: made with love. Made with so. love. Made with love. It's a key ingredient. Um, this food that we're talking about next was not made with love. No, it was made with hate. It, it, hated, I, <laughs> I, just,
1: their I, I have a, <laughs> such a, a problem with this story.
0: <laughs> a woman found a whole chicken head no, man. in an order of wings. I had to sp- say chicken space head because I don't want people to think something else. No, oh, like a like chicken a chicken head. space <laughs> head in an order of wings. Brittany <laughs> Palm House of yeah, Williamsport PA no, went man. to her mom and pop spot. Man. Old school pizza. Man. Ordered some chicken wings. found an entire fried chicken head. Man. Posted it on Facebook. Thousands of people said, yeah, what's up? I'll be ruined. Old school pizza gave her a refund and an apology. You see, uh, they blame their supplier. Yeah, it's the
1: supplier's fault. But that means you're not washing your wings. Thank you. See that right there. Oh, they're not washing their chicken before they cook it. I know some people don't wash their meat. I don't want to eat your at your house. You're supposed to wash your meat before you cook it. But what,
0: but what if they're already coming breaded and all that stuff? What
1: if you're just bringing, you can't wash it, breaded food? I'm saying, what if
0: you just drop it in a fryer? Maybe they just got kind of to drop no, it. No,
1: usually a wing spot, it's not coming breaded. Not every, where where do they sell breaded chicken? That? Saying, not like,
0: everybody is doing everything by the. They're board. not washing their chicken. I'm
1: just saying. That's what this says. This says to me, you get a bag, a bulk bag of chicken from the restaurant store or your supplier, they Mm -hmm. drop off, and it's wing time, and you're just taking those bad boys and dumping them in the fryer. You're not washing them or checking them for feathers. That's why if you go somewhere and your chicken has feathers on it, don't eat
0: there anymore. They don't wash their chicken. A lot of places have. Then they're not washing their chicken. When you you pull the chicken out the fryer and you're putting it in the container— You don't notice a head? No,
1: because think about it. You lift it off. I know know what
0: you're saying. And you let the oil drip out. And then you you
1: take it and you just dump it in the box or whatever you serve it in. There's
0: no quality control. That's all I'm saying. The quality quality control control. comes
1: in when you're washing the damn chicken.
0: Quality Uh, control.
1: But. That chicken head is not necessarily gross. Let's, let's just put that yeah, out no, there because no. culturally we've been places right. where we've been served food with chicken heads on it. Right. Yeah. So saying, but in this instance, right. it's not appropriate because I <laughs> she didn't go there for a whole chicken, including head. She went there for chicken wings. Head and chicken wings implies you're not quality controlling or cleaning your chicken before you serve it to me.
0: If you if you saw a chicken head in your chicken wings, what would you do? I would never eat there again. Now What would your initial reaction be? I would probably scream. Would you throw away the rest of the batch? No, I would take a picture of it and send it to corporate. But you would eat the rest of the Oh, heck wings. no, I'm not eating the rest of it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. No,
1: because it, it tells me you didn't clean it. I'm more offended at the fact, like, we can, like, close our eyes and blinders and make assumptions that people are cleaning things before we eat them. Once you've opened the curtain and let me know that you are not cleaning or quality controlling, I can't eat your food. You're gross.
0: Yeah. Old school pizza. The refund and the apology is nice. I don't know if I'd ever eat there again. No, I couldn't do it. Um, but, you know, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It'd be, be a little tough. Uh, yeah, this will be this will be a, scarring, a yeah, scarring. I would be event. scarred. No. I'll be scarred for, for quite a bit there. No.
1: And it's like I said, the head's not the issue cuz people do eat chicken heads. Yeah, yeah, the right. issue is the cleanliness and
0: quality control of it. Yeah, so restaurants, this is a warning, please quality control, check your chicken. Yes, please. Make sure that you're not frying up pieces of chicken that you don't intend to or other things that or other are not things. supposed or to be things. in there. Or other things again, that it, it comes on you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we are going to talk about brunch at Harp and Crown. You're listening to the John Appetite Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number two of the show. We recently had a chance to check out brunch at Harp & Crown. They recently restarted brunch at Harp & Crown. Harp & Crown was a kind of a, a pretty popping poppin jump spot pre-pandemic. Um, but now, you know, as we're hopefully winding down the pandemic, um, a lot of restaurants are kind of re- reinstituting um, brunch and things like that. So Harp & Crown has brought back their brunch. Again, Harp and Crown, again, I shouldn't mention Fifteen twenty five Sansom Street. Mm-hmm. It's one of the Michael Shulson collective of restaurants. Uh, Alpen Rose, Sandpan, Double Knot. We've talked all about fire. Restaurants. All <laughs> fire. Um, Osteria. We've talked about a lot of those restaurants here on the uh podcast. Um Papa Crown again. It's one of those restaurants. Um beautiful looking spot. Absolutely beautiful square. Gorgeous in there. Absolutely like like those these uh, Michael Shulson restaurants, by and large, are some, been all of them, Whoever but,
1: designs uh, them, man. The attention yeah. to detail, the like it's it's like they sit down and they get the menu in conjunction with the feel of yeah, it, the vibe yeah, like yeah. these are some sharp spots. Um, I just want to before you get started, just say that Harp and Crown does offer um, inside and outside dining. I don't know how long that's going to go for with it getting cold, but yeah. that it was
0: available when we went inside and outside dining. Um, I don't know if they have people. I know they had the bowling alley downstairs. I'm not sure if that's open yet. Um, but there's inside and outside dining. And in, in addition to brunch, they do lunch and dinner and things like that. Um, we went to the brunch on a, that was Sunday. It right? was a Sunday, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like the second week of the brunch opening back up since the pandemic. Uh,
0: so, again, it's a beautiful space. Um, the brunch is set up around the bar area um, at the kind of the rear of the first floor. I guess the main floor, I should say, mm-hmm. of, of Harp and Crown. Um, and the brunch menu very extensive. Brunch, by the way, Saturdays and Sundays, 1030 to 230 um every saturday and sunday very extensive brunch menu I mean, and you get
1: mimosas with that that's
0: what I, I, I wanted to ask you because like the like the waitress said like you know you get mimosas like yeah. mimosas come with it and i'm like did i hear that right? yes you did <laughs> like you can just get mimosas yes like, mimosas come with it like free like all the time it's like, not free you pay, saying, it, but... you pay for it but i'm like I was like, is that right
1: yeah oh, wow. it, or they it, you can have other drinks like you had the cider yeah, the cider cider yeah. i'm like but buddy. do you have to pay for the other drinks? But the mimosas are part of the. Brunch. I was like,
0: wow, this sounds this And is fresh great. squeezed juices yeah. and yeah. yeah. tons of fresh squeezed squeeze juices, you know, mimosas. Yeah, I thought I heard that wrong, but okay. I think No, you got yeah, it right. No, mimosas are there. Again, a very extensive brunch menu. Um basically whatever you can like whatever you can think of as far as like a brunch menu. Like bagels and lox. Mm-hmm. Um I oh, know you go, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. You you had a reaction to the bagels a lot.
1: Oh, so. cuz I I thoroughly enjoyed the smoked salmon and the bagels. Bagels were really good with the smoked salmon. Um I never really eat bread products, but I ate like a whole bagel. Or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they had a ton of, you know, breads and rolls and pastries, you know, croissants and things like that. Again, like, you know, typical, you know, you know, stuff like that. But they also had like a uh, sushi rolls, pizza. Uh, pizza. Chicken, um, and and chicken and
1: waffles. Chicken
0: and waffles. Charcuterie. Sandwiches. Yeah, little yeah. I forgot the sandwich. Yeah, like the little mini sandwiches. They were so good. Um, prime rib. And we'll talk about these things in more detail. The best thing I had, like, I don't know what it was. And I know it does. It sounds weird. That was one of the best omelets I've ever had in my life. See, <laughs> I didn't have an that omelet. The omelet was fantastic. <laughs> Made to
1: order omelets.
0: Made to order omelets with whatever you want. And it was like, you know, sausage and bacon and onions and mushrooms and cheese. I think they had different kinds of cheese. Um... And it was like it sounds weird because it's, it's an omelet. I mean, it's an egg, I and mean, we've all had omelets. That might have been one of the best omelets I've ever had in my life. It was fantastic. It was like I I think still think about that that omelet wow. it was weeks ago. It was absolutely fantastic. They cooked just perfectly. And again, not you know, kind of you know, some sometimes people don't cook the omelet right, and like like it's like it's runny or they stuff it with too much stuff or whatever. Like it was just a perf the perfect omelet. Um, that to me was just like by far. I don't want to say by far. It was the best thing I had there, but. You can get prime rib. I got multiple orders of the chicken and waffles. And again, it's, you can serve yourself at most stations except for like, you know, prime rib and omelets. But you serve yourself. You go up as many times as you want. Um, so you It's get...
1: organized. It's very organized. Yeah. Um, it's not crazy. Like... No. Um, the people who work there are constantly refreshing the bars. Yeah, always. Like, always. always They're always there. There's so much. I got to the point where I started watching this one person in particular because every time he went to refresh the sandwiches, someone was in front of there and he had to wait patiently. There was never a time he came out and he could just get to do what he wanted to do. So I started kind of paying attention. But that's how much – He was coming out to refresh things, to add food there. They had shrimp. They had had, um, all kinds of bagels, pastries, like uh, yogurt station station, where you could, you know, put your own little toppings on fresh fruit. There was some donuts, crispy bacon, sausage, sausage. like there was something for everybody,
0: everybody. Yeah. Sausage gravy, little um, biscuits.
1: Little pastries, like, just something for everyone there.
0: Yeah, no, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought it up. That, yeah, like, they refreshed. Like, they were on there, like, the refresh thing. Like, like, as soon as something was empty, like, within five minutes, somebody was there to, like, to re-up it. And I will say this. They kind of changed things out during the meal. So things that, because, again, like, I didn't say like the pizza The pizza initially. came later, yeah. But so there's some things that kind of come in, like, later. I will say this, though. If you're going to go for brunch, go early. Because there's certain things that are, like, very, like, very popular. And if you're going to go... Like, you know, like those sandwiches. Uh-huh. And like, I don't know how many sandwiches they make, but they probably don't make an infinity <laughs> in number of those sandwiches. But those Super sandwiches are going like every yeah. single time. So if you're going to go for brunch, I'd recommend going closer to like 11 than to go to like one. Because if you get there at one, you know, you might not get some of the sandwiches or the pieces was, Or it like might that. be a total changeover
1: from yeah. what we Or it might be you, a changeover. Yeah. It might be totally different. It might change it over. But we went at 11. We went 11. We went 11. And the, these are the things that were out at 11. But like, towards the end of when we were leaving, that's when the pizza came out. So, there might be a change-up, like, where some of the stuff that we had may not be there, but some of the stuff that's there may be stuff that we didn't get to have. Right. So, um, highly, highly, this is a highly recommended place. And knowing that you like that egg, because I've been thinking about going back, too.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we'll be going back. That almost really, was really good. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll be going back. I saw, I was, I was looking through um, reviews. Um, I think it was on Yelp or TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. And I saw that people, some people um, in the previous incarnation would go to this before going to an Eagles game. I'm like, this is a perfect, this is like a perfect thing. Like, go to, go load up a brunch, get your food, hop on the subway, go to an Eagles game. Like, you, like you, like you can time it out. Right. Like, it's fine. Like yeah. It's, you know, you get there at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you know, you eat there for an hour, hour and a half, hop on the subway. The Eagles game's at one. Like, that's a perfect, you know, little pregame, pregame spot. Again, free mimosas, you know, and then you get food. It's a, it's a great way to start your Sunday. Even if you're just down in the city. Just kind of hanging out. Um you, you know, your pre-shopping meal or whatever yeah. like that. It's a really good, you know, it's a really beautiful spot. Friendly staff. Friendly staff, super friendly yeah. staff. Um yeah, no, Harper Crown brunch like it's like it's a winner. Like it's like I get it. Like it's No, it's highly
1: a, recommend it. Now, this falls ever. in line with every other um restaurant we've been to of his like yeah. he, those restaurants have never disappointed. What uh Sandpan, Double Knot, which we've been to multiple times. I don't know we should probably stop going there <laughs> well you haven't been in a while <laughs> we haven't been in a while but we we've been we've
0: got takeout. take
1: out yeah we did get oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sampan Double Knot Al, Alpine Alpenor, Road oh gosh yeah. and now this yeah all of them fantastic
0: all of them yeah fantastic. no fabulous fabulous restaurants yeah Harpen Crown again 520, uh 1525 it's Handsome Street again if you're in the mood for brunch on a Sunday or Saturday again, excuse me check them out um, very good stuff quick break On the other side, we have an upcoming, or I guess I should say current event to tell you about, and some more invitations to our home for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetite Podcast. Segment number three of the show—a current event, I should say—Craftsman Rose Saloon's Christmas pop-up is running now until through Christmas. Um, this is located at uh, 1112 South East Street. This is owned by the same team that runs Jewelry uh, Beer Garden. I'm sorry, 112 South East Street. Excuse me, 112 where the players dwell. Um, Christmas-themed cocktails, uh, over-the-top milkshakes, including those spiked with eggnog, and bar bites like Doritos coated mozzarella sticks donut fried chicken, fiery buffalo mac and cheese, and even a burger with some Thanksgiving um, specialties on it as well. So it's a very cool, very uh, chill spot. Again, they kind of go over the top with their Christmas theme pop-up every year at Craftsman Rose Saloon. Couldn't do it last year because of the pandemic, but they are back in full force this year. So that's your jam. Again, check them out. They're open Wednesdays through Sundays. Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday, the hours are 12 to 9. Friday and Saturday, the hours are 12 to 10 p.m. Again, Cr- Craftsman Rose Saloon's Christmas pop-up, check them out, 112 South 8th Street. It's Time now for our Sunday dinner segment. This is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people who've done something over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good, The times it's something not so good. It's always something notable or at least notable to us. It was a little bit of a break, we thought, from talking about food on this podcast, but again, this week I don't think we're going to talk about things other than food so you can go first okay
1: so my sunday dinner invite goes out to all of the thanksgiving warriors and by that i mean those of you who are cooking whole dinners for your family who will be working very hard this holiday to to feed massive amounts of people or even just a few people Mm -hmm. i will not be in the trenches with you this year i wasn't there last year either no um because I've taken to uh, purchasing my Thanksgiving <laughs> meals, but I remember what it was like, and so I am with you in solidarity. That includes my sisters, they'll be, um, they have taken on the task of handling for my whole family. Roy and I will not be there this year, we will be at home, um, with our our New Jersey Philly family. Um, but we will be enjoying um, a restaurant bought, bought meal,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Holidays now. It seems okay. like we're just going to go and buy things. Yes. yeah. Because, again, other places do it, and they do it pretty well. So yeah, it's like, hey, man. man. I'm, I'm a really good cook, but you know what? Eh. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. Like the Cracker Barrel spread sometimes. Yeah, it doing was it all right. right. You know, I just like,
1: have to, you know zhuzh it up a little and you know
0: you know some of these local restaurants and there's a ton of local restaurants yes. who are doing it as well I know we're a going lot of places, local this year you know a lot of places Um, you can't, we'll say it now like you can't order now because obviously it's, the order is yeah, done. done but can for next year think about ordering from a local restaurant because yeah. a lot of local restaurants even if you just want to do sides so yeah. a lot of restaurants just do sides and things like that yeah. Um but yeah but think maybe for Christmas or Hanukkah yeah you know there's think a, about ordering from a local restaurant know, Haddonfield culinary is doing
1: some stuff Rastelli's yeah. like you know
0: there's some, some local spots. So give um, yourself a break. Absolutely right. Uh, my Sunday dinner invite goes out to Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, for those of you who do not know, Zion Williamson is a power forward in the NBA. He's missed, I believe, every single game this season. He's got like a lower leg slash knee injury. I'm not exactly sure what. But Zion Williamson, it's about 6'10", 6'11". He's listed at about 270, but he's probably kind of his walking around where he's probably closer to like 290-ish. Ooh. Um, and he he dunks very explosively. So um, the human body really isn't meant to be that athletic and that explosive probably at that weight. So the New Orleans Pelicans said, you know what? We want to kind of put you on a little culinary plan. So they have restricted the things that he kind of eats when he's at the facility and things like that. And to that I say, Zion Williamson, I feel for you, brother, because I know when you got drafted by the Pelicans, I know how hard it must have been when they told you, that, yo, man, all these places in the French Quarter, don't go there because it's got to be tough man because you you got millions of dollars and all the good food and all the good food and you're living probably on your home on your own for the first time and you go and you're walking past you know like all these spots in jackson square you're walking you past parkway bakery spot. yeah but so you're walking past you know like acme oyster house oh. Oh. you're walking past you know you know like uh commander's palace and like, you know, you know, you can't eat that food. Like, uh-huh. you know, you shouldn't be eating that Cafe food. Cafe Du Monde. But I mean, you could just go into Cafe Du Monde and just buy out, buy the whole place out. And you can't. And like, I, I man, I feel your pain, man. Like, I, I get it. Like, if you drafted me and say, hey, man, you got to live in New Orleans and eat New Orleans food, but not the good stuff. Well, I mean, it's all good, but not the stuff you really want to eat. Here's but, some salad. Yeah, but you got to go to New Orleans and just eat salad. I'm like, fam, like, you can't, we can't live like this. Like, I know you go to, I know you see those videos of Dragos where it's pouring butter on the, on the Chargo Oysters. You can have like two, you can not have like six or 12. Like some people want 18. I've heard people who say they want 18. I I, I am people. (laughs) And you can't do it, man. And, and I I just feel bad for you, Zion. Like, I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, I, like going to New Orleans as a professional athlete has to be extraordinarily difficult. Just unless so much your good. metabolism is yeah, yeah, unless your metabolism is super is like super incredible. Because again, like I mean, you know, I mean, Diane Williamson, I'm sure his metabolism is fine. He plays basketball, he runs up and down the court like miles every single game. But it's like, brother, it's like there's so much good seafood and pasta in there, and this is like, maybe
1: he has an allergy.
0: Or maybe yeah, maybe he has an allergy. Maybe he can't eat that. I assume he can though. I'm just going to assume he can. But it's like it's tough because again, it's like you know, it's like you know, you know, to be the best athlete you can be. It's like like your knees and your feet probably can't take it unless you like, probably you know get back to like two seventy or whatever like whatever have you. But I know New Orleans is, is tougher than than in most places. Like if I was in, I don't know. He
1: could eat child girls oysters if he ketoed it.
0: I guess, I guess. But I, I,
1: he wouldn't have the energy to be a professional sports person. If yeah, he that's keto. that's the thing. When, he when needs he, carbs.
0: Yeah, I'm saying when he goes to the facility, they're just going to give him like some 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 shake or something that that kind of kind of like you can eat child Girl oysters and acne. Or you can go eat the go drink the protein shake, you know, at the at the Pelicans facility. Like, which one would you rather have? Um, yeah. So I'm saying, like Zion, I feel for you. Hopefully, you get you get better. Hopefully, uh, you kind of get past. I don't want to say weight issues because he's not like like. I mean, he can play. Like he's just like has to get healthy. Um, but like I, I hate the fact that, that you have to be on a, a culinary restriction plan by by the Pelicans, and then you go outside and you see just amazing food. Like you know, um, what was that? The the pork. Roy, the Roy this
1: came up because Roy wants to go to New Orleans and have food. Hundred
0: percent. Basically, that's That's what this this is about. That's really all it's about. So shout out to Zion. Shout (laughs) shout out to New Orleans. Um, That's it for this edition of the John Appetit podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Uh, Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.